0: Welcome to DTS 38, we're talking about more vault space. It finally, finally happened, and patch 1.1.2 confirmed for April. What does this mean for House of Wolves? All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, God. What's good, everybody? BBK Dragoon here with my boy Diddy. How was your week?
1: Very slow. Oh. uh, Getting acclimated to school again, and it was hot. It was very hot in Texas, like 70, 80 degrees a couple days a week.
0: It's already getting getting that hot?
1: Yeah, already getting that hot. Do you guys have AC? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay.
0: I was going to want, like, in Colorado, most people don't have air conditioning because it gets cold in the winter, and they don't want to maintain it, so they have, like, these really gross-looking things on the top of their house is called swamp coolers. I don't know if you've ever seen those. No, <laughs> they're this ugly little gray thing. And oh. anyway, what'd you do this week in gaming? Did you play some Destiny? How about some League?
1: Did yeah, I played a, a lot of both actually. I got my oh. Meta multi tool finally oh. from Xur. I've been yep. wanting that gun forever, even though it's you know not the greatest. I love it. And, the noise uh, it
0: makes is awesome.
1: The noise is awesome. And I just love to move really fast in Destiny, so having to meet a multi-tool really helps with that.
0: And being a hunter, too. I didn't even think about that. You are mm-hmm. going to be like Sonic the Hedgehog, dude.
1: Yep, definitely. Max out agility with the Blade Dancer class.
0: Very good. Did you do any League or anything else?
1: I did do a lot of League, yeah. I got uh, Still grinding out of Silver. It's difficult, but the difficult part is the teammates, not playing well you know yeah i guess league of legends you're fighting nine other people instead of five because your teammates (laughs) it's
0: yeah it's funny
1: but it's frustrating
0: you'll get there you'll be platinum i know it so (laughs) i played destiny this week i also busted out the master chief collection i've been playing more i have to say um it it doesn't work 100 percent But it works a lot better, and I've had a lot of fun playing Halo 2 Anniversary, which is not something I expected, but doing a ton of Clash, to be honest. Like, on the Destiny side of things, ton of Clash, leveling up my bad juju, having a good time with it, and we got great news, dude! More Vault Space! So the Bungie Weekly update came out, and with it came our promised news Of more vault space. Now, before you lose your mind, it might not be as excessive or as extravagant as you may have wanted, but I'm gonna read from the update here. Today, the dimensions of your vault provides for the storage of 20 armor pieces, 20 weapons, and 20 general items. You know, things like materials, shaders, emblems, ships, and vehicles. Update 1.1.2 will push the boundaries of your secure repository. The new dimensions will let you store 24 armor pieces, 36 weapons, and 24 general items. So to actually put that in perspective, you get 4 more spaces for armor, 4 more spaces for general items, and 16 more spaces for weapons. Now, Diddy, what do you think about all of that?
1: It's good. I'm glad obviously we need more weapon space because that's the, the main thing that people need you know yes. they don't they usually don't have a lot of armor and if they mm-hmm. do it's all on their character and they can just yeah. switch it out back and forth mhm um, like the only armor i have in my vault right now is my level 1 gear for my warlock and titan so yes. i mean i don't need that extra space but weapons definitely i'm getting there because i have a couple iron banner weapons, one with a roll that I really like, and a second one that I can just keep re-rolling to see if I can get a better roll if I want a different roll. And then I have a few auto rifles just in case they get good again and just in case I feel like using an auto rifle, which I don't see ever happening. But yeah. it's there are just there's a more there's more variety of weapons. So I really like that they have more weapon space. And the fact that PlayStation 3 and 360 consoles are hampering us again. Yeah.
0: I'm disappointed. Well, let's bring that up here. I'm going to read from their designer here from the article. Uh, His name is somewhere here. Starts, a Brad Fish. That's a great name right there. In the case of vault expansion, he says, it became clear that we would be pushing very limited memory constraints on older generation hardware. We had a choice, leave the vault as is or find some kind of compromise to enable it safely. We weighed the options with player feedback in mind and decided to move forward with the expansion by disabling the item comparison feature within the vault on PS3 and Xbox 360. Item comparison will continue to function within the vault on PS4 and Xbox One and in all other contexts on the platforms. Now, right there, it gives it away. A big reason we didn't see this happen earlier was the limitations of previous generation hardware. Now, we've talked about this on the show many times, right, Diddy? Yeah. And it just keeps showing up and showing up, and I think a lot of the design backbone that happens across all of Destiny is related to these hardware limitations. I also do want to bring up this quote from uh, John Hopson, who is the user research lead at Bungie. He can look into every vault in the tower, and he gave us some interesting stats. So I quote, Very few people have completely full vaults, but a lot of endgame players are bumping up against the limits. For example, 21% of players who are level 30 and above have four or fewer free spaces in their weapon vault right now. The armor and general sections are slightly less full for most people, but not by much. Even at lower levels, there's a small but measurable fraction of players under level 20 who have full vaults. Now, that's interesting to me because most of the people we play with are above level 30, right? And only 21% of those players... Have four or fewer free spaces in their vault. Now, the outcry from the community has been so great for so long, but is it that maybe we just want to have more vault space just to have it? Or is everybody really bumping up against that point?
1: I think people want more vault space because they'd like to have that leeway. You know, if they start mm-hmm. getting close to that upper limit, they're like, oh, now I have to start worrying about which guns I have to dismantle. And like, yeah. if I get another legendary role, can I safely dismantle that? Or do I need to swap it out with something that's in my vault? I just think that people want to have that leeway.
0: Yeah, oh, I agree, 100%. I hate that feeling of like having to manage stuff in a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and then I have to do... It becomes this chore, and you feel bad. You're like, what am I going to have to get rid of? What do I have to sacrifice? And is it worth it, you know? yeah. So that really was the weekly update. They talked about some other stuff, things that are happening in the tech sphere. But really, big news is 1.1.2. Oh, but it's coming in April. That's the other big thing. Patch 1.1.2 confirmed for April. And that's bringing all the stuff we've been talking about for the past past few weeks. Really exciting, and we're going to touch on that in today's topic. Now, I want to bring up this. Destiny's PlayStation 4 stats were revealed this week, or not really revealed, but a Reddit user, btg7471, went into the PlayStation 4 trophy stats and dug up some really interesting numbers. Now, this is just from the PlayStation 4 platform, but the information was featured on a Forbes article this week talking about how these stats remind us how large the casual player base for Destiny really is, and I'm going to read a few of these off, and then I want to talk to you about it, Diddy. Now, The stats show that only 31% of Guardians have equipped a piece of exotic gear. Only 23.8% of Guardians have worn legendary or exotic armor in every slot. Only 24% of Guardians have earned max Vanguard marks in a week, while just 16% have maxed their Crucible marks in a single week. Only 23% of Guardians have reached rank 3 with the Vanguard or above, Only 19% of Guardians have completed a raid, and only 16.9% of Guardians have maxed out a Warlock or Hunter subclass, and just 15.2% have maxed out a Titan subclass. Now, Diddy, these come as a huge shock to me. What do you make of these numbers?
1: That's the hardcore fan base right there. Those Mm -hmm. 23%, 19.2% those small percentages are the people who are grinding this game for 3 plus hours a week definitely and it's it shows i'm i'm actually not surprised by this at all
0: only 20% it's less than 20% have completed a raid that shocks me i thought by now that number would be like at least up in the 40 or 50% but it does go to show you there's a totally there's two sides of the coin for this community
1: yeah, definitely. And it's just the fact that the raid is six people. There's no matchmaking and yeah. there's no LFG tool in game. You have to find a third party. So like if you don't know about the LFG sites, Planet Destiny, LFG or destinylfg.net dot net or um, Destiny Trackers LFG, any of those, if you don't know about that, then you're not going to be able to do a raid. And you're yeah. just like, oh, that's a thing that I can't do. And I guess there's no way for me to do it, and there's a very large casual audience in destiny, and we have to respect those numbers. Those are the players that are keeping destiny relevant, I guess. you know mm-hmm. and, you know destiny will always be relevant, right? You know I'm not just saying that because I think it's dying is not obviously, but the casual audience is the majority.
0: Yeah, and I think I take it as almost a bit of positive news because maybe because we are on the more hardcore end of things, I don't consider you and I on like the crazy hardcore end of things, but like there's a lot of people who still have stuff to do with this game. You and I maybe ran out and were like, Well, we've been doing the same stuff since Dark Below came out and, you know, that kind of stuff. But a lot of there's a lot of players, man, who still have plenty to do before House of Wolves comes out, so I thought it was interesting stats, maybe a good read. If you guys want to check the link, head to our website, destinytheshow.com. Now, you brought me this link, he? Destiny lead game designer leaves for Bethesda. What's this all about?
1: That's exactly what the title says. The <laughs> Destiny lead game designer has left Bungie for Bethesda. And Bethesda, if you don't know, they make the Fallout games, right? Am I right? Skyrim. Skyrim, Fallout, those open world, vastly incredible games.
0: He's over there now. What's this guy's name?
1: Uh, Joshua Hamrick.
0: Yes. And it has interesting ramifications because you and I talked about this earlier this week. Destiny was incredibly successful from a sales perspective. And there's a lot of companies who would want a piece of the pie, or at least a piece of part of the pie. Somewhat the flavor that Destiny offers. And we were talking about the fact that we will probably in the next four to five years see destiny clones see games that take the idea and the core beliefs behind destiny and and spin it their own direction making it a similar type game this kind of a move you brought up could be very peculiar but also very beneficial maybe for bethesda to integrate some of the design philosophies from destiny into a bethesda game you know
1: yeah exactly and i just want to read this last paragraph in this article that we're going to link Hamrick didn't divulge what he would be working on at Bethesda, but the company has various games in development at various studios, such as The Next Doom, Fallout 4, and possibly Dishonored 2. Oh my. So, any of those game series are very fortunate to have this guy on their team because I think Destiny is amazing, and if he brings any of destiny's elements specifically i want to see raids in other games mm-hmm. like i haven't seen raids on a console ever right destiny is mm-hmm. my first experience with that and i just want to see think of like fallout with raids oh my gosh Can you don't don't do that no <laughs> be too
0: good like just when you said fallout 4 and this guy i'm like oh man could you imagine be pretty no, sick. <laughs> I can't
1: imagine. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he's going to do at Bethesda.
0: Yes. I wouldn't worry too much about Destiny 2 and future Destiny games as a part of this. There's plenty of talented people at Bungie and the game develop world, development world in terms of employment. People jump ships and move to different areas a lot. It's a very, um, what would you call it, volatile industry? Not in a negative sense, but there's just a lot of change at companies quite often it seems like so well very good i think that is all the news we have for this week nothing too huge other than vault space so let's get into today's topic salvaged relic data is now decrypted out of consequence evening guardian earn your honor guardian Survey data requested by so first up, I want to have a two-fold level topic. I want to talk about the timetable for House of Wolves, Comet, and the remaining two expansions for Destiny 1. Then I want to talk about House of Wolves and why Bungie must succeed with House of Wolves and why it's important to do that. So first of all, did he... We saw that patch 1.1.2 is coming out in April. You and I believe that House of Wolves then, like that kind of gives away the release date for House of Wolves based on things we've talked about before. Where do we sort of see the timetable for House of Wolves, Comet, Convention, Season, and the following expansions?
1: So with 1.1.2 being April, and they said House of Wolves is quarter two of this year, and quarter two is the... um, April, May, June quarter of the year. It kind of screams a May release Mm -hmm. because we're going to have 1.1.2 is going to be like the final large update for Destiny before House of Wolves. House of Wolves in May, and then E3 is in June. Yeah, it lines up. And then E3 is where they drop the bombs on Destiny Comet. Absolutely. That would just make sense to me. Unless they... The other thing that would make sense to me, but I would severely dislike, is if Bungie said at E3, "By the way, House of Re- House of Wolves is released today. Go play it." Yeah, you know, I, don't I don't see, don't see, see them see doing that, that. happening. No, but it's a possibility, you know. Yeah. But I really hope they don't do that. I really don't think they will do that because the uh, April update, May House of Wolves, June E3 convention season.
0: Now, you mentioned Comet. I really want to bring this up because I talked to many casual Destiny players, one today, and a lot of folks say, well, I think Comet is Destiny 2, right? And I just want to uh, explain it is not Destiny 2. I'm going to read from the Destinypedia right now. Comets, plural note, Comets are planned expansion packs for Destiny franchise, one for each game and they are released in the year between the games. Due to this, the first expected Comet is to be released, or expected to be, 2015. The others were expected to be be released in 2017, 2019, and 2021. It has since been stated that the first Destiny game will receive two expansion packs. These expansions are not to be confused with Comets. Comets are large-scale expansions, and I'm going to continue reading here saying... The Comet expansion supposedly will feature new subclasses, weapon types, crucible maps, story missions, and location. Comets differentiate themselves from other expansions like the Dark Below in that they offer significantly more content and progress through the main story of the game instead of just the smaller scale expansions like Dark Below, House of Wolves. Did did that make sense? Yes. Okay, so Comet is not. Destiny 2. These are larger scale expansions that are set to be released 1 year after each Destiny game, which leaves us to believe that Destiny 2 will be coming in 2016. Is is that right? Yes. And
1: let's 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 break this down. Okay. Destiny 1 has two expansion packs. That does not mean expansions. Yes. Expansion pack 1 for Destiny is The Dark Below and yes. House of Wolves. Yes. So these two DLCs that we have or the one DLC household <laughs> we have coming up and the one we already have that's expansion pack 1 and then we yep. have the Destiny Comet expansion supposedly later this year yep and then another expansion pack for Destiny in 2016 to tide us over until Destiny 2 releases supposedly in the uh, latter part of 2016
0: absolutely that makes sense or at least it makes sense to you and I but everybody I talk to is like they don't have a clue. Maybe because it hasn't been confirmed. So
1: Yeah, so the Comet DLC is not an entirely new game, but it's more than a DLC. Because if you think about it, The Dark Below and House of Wolves are just expanding the story within the Destiny game that we have already. Like, they're adding missions to playable spaces currently in the game. The Comet DLC would be, like... Adding a new planet where you have an entirely new area to have more story missions, more strikes, more content there. That's a larger DLC package.
0: And it progresses your character story further. That's one of the things it points out on Destinypedia. If you actually think about the story in Dark Below, I don't know if House of Wolves will be different. Your character is not pushed any further in the narrative. You get additional sub lore, you get some additional subplot. But it's not the main narrative within Destiny. What I'm talking about is you will probably see the stranger show up again and you pushing the story further along with the stranger and you and your character and how you operate in the world of Destiny. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the House of Wolves is going to be all about the queen and the fallen House of Wolves, right? Yeah. We already have the Reef as a, quote, playable space. Not really, but it's already in the game, you Mm -hmm. know? the comet would be like adding Jupiter or something like that. Mercury. That would Mercury, yeah. yeah. It would be something cool like that.
0: Indeed, and it's probably going to bring some larger-scale refinements to the game, a lot of the stuff we've been asking mm-hmm. for that don't Definitely. make their way into patches. So a lot is on the line with House of Wolves, and I want to talk about why I think it's important for Bungie to succeed with House of Wolves in a bigger way than they did with The Dark Below because... If Comet is coming in September, which I'm going to stake my claim here and just talk and say it is. It's probably coming in September, October, you guys. You can basically count on it, my opinion only. We want to have a really positive, happy player base coming into it. That way, our new players, everybody who's going to get exposure with Destiny, who didn't jump on board last year, they are going to get acquainted with people who like the game, think the game is in a good state, and get to embark at a, at a, a point, basically, where it's nice. You know, the dock... The ship at the dock is in a nice area. It's not like in this worn down pirate bar, nasty dark area of town. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So for House of Wolves to do well, what needs to happen to you? What needs to be a bit different from Dark Below? What needs to occur for players to have a good experience from May all the way until September?
1: The Dark Below is basically Bungie's practice run with DLC for Destiny. And mm-hmm the major issues were obviously the exotic upgrades and the um vanilla destiny raid gear and vanguard weapons becoming obsolete. Yep. With House of Wolves, I think that a large portion of the player base is going to look to Bungie addressing those issues and yep. improving upon those issues. You know, a very common suggestion that I've seen and I totally agree with just add an extra upgrade damage or upgrade defense node to last DLC con gear, yep. and that would upgrade it to current DLC levels. Because there are some guns that I just absolutely love, but they're vanilla Destiny stuff, and I can't really do as much damage with them. Yeah, so it would that would that would be the breaking point for me in my opinion if like all the gear that i've spent this much time and in, invested this much time in to upgrading if that just becomes obsolete again that's gonna not sit well with me
0: i agree 100 percent. end game progression that's what it needs a nice ironing board taken to it and just smooth out the wrinkles if they can dial end game progression better to where people aren't going on the radiant shard grind that people did with dark below because we can all agree waiting for the weekly there's got to be a, another way to keep players engaged outside of I ran the nightfall I ran the raid this week I'm pretty much done unless I want to do PvP stuff you know yeah
1: uh, I'm at the point where uh, I'm very happy to do LFG stuff with uh random people that I meet on the destiny tracker LFG site you know yeah yeah and I'm just like I need to do the raid and none of the people that I usually do the raid with are on right now and I'll just go ahead and do the LFG and then I'm done for the week, you know? I actually, I forgot to mention, I got my warlock to level 32 so I now have two level 32 characters. Yeah, thank you. And that's actually with all of his raid gear so like I can still have the exotic chest pieces as options for level 32 so that's nice.
0: Yeah, that is good.
1: So uh, finally got the warlock to level 32 and now that I have, I just, I don't have the motivation to grind my Titan to 32 because I have to do the raid over and over and over again. And it's just like, I need more content. I'm running out.
0: Yeah. Even if it's just ways to recycle old content, a firefight kind of a mode Mm -hmm. modifiers for the raids, better Mm -hmm. bounties, more rewards and cosmetic items, things to work for that are achievable beyond hope. I get that exotic in this drop, if you could embark upon, like, a four-month quest, Diddy, to get your yellowhorn, I know you would, right? Absolutely, yeah. In a heartbeat. And if I
1: happens to get one along the way, I would still complete it, because yep. it's all about that experience. And at this point, I think, not for Comet, but definitely Destiny 2, Bungie needs to think about, or they probably already are thinking about it, but they need to implement some type of player-controlled... Game type or thing like the firefight. Definitely. That's player controlled. That's what I mean. If you want custom PVP games, that's player controlled. If you want to set, I want to play Sepix prime devil's lair strike with void burn at level 34.
0: Absolutely.
1: I want to be able to just have that customization option and just do it myself. I don't need matchmaking for that. I just want a player customizable option to do anything I want with Destiny.
0: Yep. And hopefully they recognize it is awesome to get random loot that turns into good pieces. Nobody will deny it's not a fun feeling. But... It needs to be balanced with the other side of the coin, a very visible, goal-oriented progression system where I can pick a path that I want to grind towards and earn items. You reach the wall that the hardcore players do where you do the nightfall each week randomly hoping that you get a Yalahorn, right? Or that I hope I get a last word. And that's really all I can do. And that loses the player's interest very quickly. If I had to go through a long grind to get a particular item I would have no issue doing it. And it would feel worthwhile at the end to me because I picked it, I went for it, and I was able to get it. Exactly. A lot and of that stuff you're is off get limits. It.
1: Yeah. The fact that you know you're going to get it because you're doing this action or this objective, you yeah. have that motivation because the end goal is visible.
0: It's not random. 100% agree. Yep. So I think that's good. Is there anything else you want to add? No, that's it. Excellent. It's time for... It's K- off! This is the part of the show where we read your tweets out. Diddy was awesome this week and asked you guys what you thought of the vault expansion changes. And we'll get to those tweets in a second. First up comes from at Andrew E. Bush. Love the show. Thanks for putting the work into making such a great podcast. Well, thank you for listening and being a supporter of this podcast. We very much appreciate it. At Geo 101. Hey all, day one player here who just played in the first Iron Banner and got to level three. Not getting old, can't wait until the next one. Of course, that is in response to last week's topic where we asked if Iron Banner's getting old. Glad to hear if it's not getting old after the first one, <laughs> that'd be pretty bad, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. At optic nerve explo, I think Destiny 2 is Comet, and I'm pretty sure we won't see it till fall 2016 or 2017. What are your thoughts? Well, I think we answered that in today's show, don't you? Absolutely. At BTM dreadnought sent us a picture of his fell winters lie oh
1: <laughs>
0: the crucible is thorn and fell winters lie
1: Everywhere. I got side note I got a fell winter's lie drop I don't know if I mentioned this mm-hmm. in the last iron banner during I got a just Fel winter's lie drop yeah that has luck in the chamber which is a random bullet does extra damage it has hammer forge which doubles the range and it has shot package which tightens the clusters when I aimed outside so I have the most op well if it had final round that would be ideal instead of luck in the chamber but like it was just a beautiful drop I'm mm. um, I haven't upgraded it yet because I'm scared to use it because that's so that's
0: what 450 iron banner games will get you right <laughs> you played exactly. so much iron banner man yeah our Skype group chat just <laughs> turned into screenshot after screenshot of, like, the guy at the bottom <laughs> getting a yellowhorn or something ridiculous, so... Yeah. At Spud Deluxe, do you think the Dark Below map should be included in the normal rotation similar to COD DLC? I would say yes, but the only DLC map I really liked was the big outdoor one. So I'm going to be biased and say no, I don't mind it right now. Diddy?
1: It's a nice... If they're in the rotation, it's a nice variety, but I still prefer vanilla maps, even though they do kind of get old after a while.
0: Yeah. At old Jake 1422, I would like to see a reroll machine in one of the raids. If you couldn't get halfway through the raid, take a chance on a roll. That's actually a pretty funny idea. Could you imagine that?
1: Yeah, I have like little slot machines halfway through the raid. Oh, it, it would, would be in your ship raid, or something. Beat, beat wave 10 and you get to reroll whatever. <laughs> oh, that
0: could be cool. Yeah. At kite flyer of hell, great show, guys. I'm always happy with your classy content.
1: I just St- had a brilliant idea.
0: Oh, okay. sorry, I had yeah, to cut fine. you off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: If the arena raid is what we think it is, like wave after wave of enemy, yeah, have a slot machine to give you a random raid relic, like the sword or the relic from Vault of Glass, oh, and you would use that for the next
0: couple waves. That would be cool.
1: That would be hilarious. That's a go good ahead. idea.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, kite flyer of hell, thank you. <laughs> At Aiden Cook 4, Destiny's show is totally awesomeness, and you should definitely listen. They're great. Thank you. You're great. Okay. At Chelsea1337, you said both Zers are random. Actually, Mega Man EXE said one is random with a loot table that he can see since January, uh, but Mega Man saw a Zer which he couldn't see the loot table. So he speculated it was controlled by Bungie. Also, Red Death wasn't in the normal Zer loot table, so Red Death, sir, was what Mega Man EXE thinks. Uh, is a bungee controlled Zer? I think I got that ish ish
1: yeah so what I mean by random in terms of Zer is like bungee just hits the randomized item set on Zer and controls like they can just keep rerolling to have different item sets drop down I don't think Bungie can well obviously they can but I don't think they will like change a specific item you yeah. know like they yeah. would change the whole set or none of them not just one person well not just one item
0: yeah at the big ragu one got the boots and armor for his titan of course plus fell winter's live shotgun with the fast reload perk it's good looking titan thanks for the picture we appreciate it at baby rancher the semifinals of the first ps4 pvp tournament is streaming saturday at 9 pacific standard time i don't know if that's 9 a.m or p.m. i think
1: that was last weekend by the time the show's correct the show goes out so congratulations yeah. to that tournament
0: it was yesterday actually when we're recording oh last weekend because when these people listen to the show yeah we record <laughs> on sundays guys it's like a, it's a time warp <laughs> so thanks for the tweet all right at ram z99 love when this happened an enemy dead body went halfway through a wall i've never seen that before in game have you no that's, that's actually pretty funny that is <laughs> all right now on to your tweet what do you guys think about the vault space update At Liam Dean Savage says, nowhere near enough for me. At Sapir Jason said, time to ditch last gen once and for all. At MT Miller, 72 said, sounds great to me. At Eric Nickens, it is welcome but also an unfortunate reminder of previous gen's limitation effect on Destiny's potential. It's a compromise. At Old Sushi, it's a start and long overdue. And he also says, "I guess we'll be limited to collections of 63 weapons now instead of 47. 36 plus your three characters, nine slots. So at Msolace 24 says, "Love it. Then we also hear uh, at red 5STNDNGBY, because that's easy to read, right? <laughs> I think it's Red 5 standing by from Star Wars. It is. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Okay, (laughs) never mind. I take back what I just said. Easy to read. I still don't have trouble with vault space, but I was underwhelmed by it. Heard last gen was keeping it from being bigger. At Sweet Mercury, it's more breathing room than the big change I was expecting. I don't know why they can't page each section. And I think that would be
1: because of the memory limitations. That's why they can't page each section.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, at FlyersPH9 says, I would love to know what else is gimped in the game because of last gen support. At Eric Nickens responds, saying, One thing is the size of the patrol areas per the Bungie Cosmodrome ride along video. So we actually got a little bit of insight. Our patrol areas are the sizes that they are because of last gen stuff, which I find pretty interesting. So, and our last few tweets at Lady Laserface. What I think about the Vault Space update is that 24 armor slots. Can't contain my infinite style. He's got a nice XO. I think it's a warlock. Yeah, it's a warlock that he sent us. Good picture. At Freddy En, not enough space still, especially with the new gear coming up. And then at thysingjp, JP, just joined nerdfitness.com. Very psyched. You guys should look into it. I would love to tweet updates of my journey. Well, I'll check it out after the show. It's a site that apparently does fitness guides for people who are... More in the gaming zone of things to do. All right, our last tweet at Wumbo. What are your favorite exotics to use? People always bash Monte Carlo, but I really like it. Did he go?
1: Monte Carlo is fun. It's just fun to use. It's not an OP exotic. It's one of those exciting, you know, it's like, I don't want to compare it to No Land Beyond because No Land Beyond is not very useful and Monte Carlo is, but it's just one of those fun exotics you have.
0: Yep. Mine is Thorn. I love my thorn. I love my bad juju. I love my icebreaker. Dragon's last breath word. is okay. The finger flip. Mm. Mm. Oh, you've got your last word. And then you die. That's how it works in PvP, At the last word. It's like, oh, he's got a lot. La- uh, yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead. Now. So, All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Diddy, where can people find your content?
1: Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS. D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S. And YouTube.com slash Wooshness. W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S.
0: Excellent. You can find me at bbkdragoon, youtube.com slash bbkdragoon. You can go to our website, destinytheshow.com, at destinytheshow on Twitter, and destinytheshow at gmail.com. We look forward to talking with you all next week. I'm excited. I want 1.1.2 now. Have a good one, Guardians.